There ought to be power in your Christian life. If you're walking the right direction and the wisdom of God is upon you, there ought to be power. When other men's hearts are failing them with fear, you ought to have an inner strength in you. All right. Well, I am happy to announce that we are on the last pillar. The last pillar in the seven pillars of wisdom. I sure hope and pray that you're enjoying these studies that we're doing on wisdom. And I hope that it's changing you, having an effect on you, that the word of God in this area is strengthening you. You know something? We need to have our faith strengthened. We need to grow and increase in faith. We don't need to grow and increase so much in physical health as we do in faith or in physical wealth as we do in faith. We don't need more applause and more fame and, and more friends. We need more faith and wisdom will help us in that department. And these things that we're studying about wisdom, they have their counterpart in the new Testament. We can find parallel passages that are teaching us similar principles with different words. And so if you're all set your Bible open there at um, Proverbs, we'll have a word of prayer and then we'll, we'll take a look and see what we got here tonight. Our heavenly father, once more, we pause for prayer and we acknowledge your wonder, your goodness. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. We heard that in chapel today. So true. And to know you is to love you. And to know you more is to want to live our lives for you. And to give our, even our bodies to you in Romans chapter 12, giving our bodies to you, even that is our reasonable service. Our heavenly father, bless us tonight with a, a greater knowledge of wisdom. Let wisdom get a hold of us to embrace us, to take us by the hand and lead us. And now, Father, get to yourself the glory. Be thou exalted, O Lord, in thy strength. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. On your notes, you have all of the circles going around. We're on circle number seven. So put a seven there. And above it, Put the word strength, strength. And so your circles include number one, the fear of the Lord. You should have these memorized. The fear of the Lord. Number two is the knowledge of God. Number three is reproof. Number four is counsel. Number five, instruction. Last week we did number six over here. That's prudence. And tonight is number seven. That is strength. Now let's uh, go to page number five. And we have our more detailed explanation, our, our notes on page five. We're going to be filling in the bottom of the page here. So number seven is strength. Now the definition of strength, here it is. The resources. The resources of almighty God. And we had to put that in there, almighty God. Because sometimes we forget, folks. We forget how mighty God really is. Sometimes we get a glimpse of his might and his power. 
And the old devil wants us to forget. Pillar number seven, and a very important one too, is strength. And that's what you and I need. We need this pillar. We cannot have proper wisdom without it. And so our definition here is the resources of almighty God, including, and you have four blanks to fill in, including power, power in various sources of power. Jesus, after his resurrection, he said, all power is given unto me. Go ye therefore and preach the gospel. So there's power. The second one is riches, riches. That doesn't mean that you're going to become the wealthiest man or the wealthiest woman in the world. It doesn't mean that your wealth is going to surpass that of these few fellows here that always are in the headlines here. Elon Musk and uh, Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and so on. It doesn't mean that, but it does mean riches, wealth. Um, The third one. And this may puzzle you, but it is another form of power. And that's honor. Honor. Honor is another form of strength. And the last one is life. Life. Well, there's eternal life. How about that one? Aren't you glad? If you're born again, say amen. I'm sure glad I'm saved. You know, in about another month and a week, April 6th, that's my birthday, spiritual birthday, when I was born again in the ballroom of the Holiday Inn, in the airport Holiday Inn in Montreal. And it was around 12 noon that I got saved. I got on my knees, a lost sinner on my way to hell. And I got up to my feet. I jumped to my feet, in fact born again into God's family. I passed from death unto life, from darkness unto light. Oh, eternal life. Hey, there is no greater gift because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's the greatest gift ever given. And so the greatest gift we've ever received is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Having Jesus in our lives is the greatest gift. We get eternal life. And also wisdom can give you physical life. It can extend your life. So many people ruin their lives and they die young. A cousin of mine, he was about 40 years old when he managed to drink himself to death. He died a a drunkard's death. And my heart is just broken still to this day. And it's like 20 years ago now, over 20 years ago that he died. And I still think about him. Well, these are the uh, words for the definition of strength. And when you look at it, aren't you interested in this? I hope you are. I hope that this pillar is uh, caught your attention. Go back, please to, um, Oh, let's tell you what, let's finish off this paper first before we go back. Let's take our Bible. We got some, some verses to fill in down here. See also Proverbs. And the first blank is chapter 10. I'd like to encourage you turn to these passages with me. Turn to chapter 10 of Proverbs and verse number 
22. Read this out loud, folks. Read it with me. Here we go. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Hey, wisdom is right in there. Wisdom hewed out this pillar. Also on that same line, uh, if you'd put verse 29, so you have chapter 10, 22, and 29. 29, read it out loud. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. Next line, put in chapter 14. So go over a page or two. And chapter 14 and verse 24. Chapter 14, verse 24, read it out loud, please. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. And so here we have another verse that talks about uh, this seventh pillar, uh, the riches and uh, strength and so on. Chapter 15 is your next line. Chapter 15 and verse number six. Read it out loud, please. In the house of the righteous is much treasure, but in the revenues of the wicked is trouble. If, if you're saved, if you're born again, and you've got a job, you've had a job for a while, and all you have is debts, and you don't have any money saved, you don't have a PEF that's a personal emergency fund with a few dollars in there against a rainy day or something. If you don't have a dime to your name, you're making a huge mistake. You're missing out because one of the traits of wisdom is to have some wealth. We don't spend it all up folks. Some people, sadly, even Christian people, as soon as they get some money in their hand, they have to run to the store or they have to go online and buy it, spend it. And then they, they don't have it anymore. Some people are like that. They've got a, a compulsive behavior of spending. You know something I've been working on a sermon and I'm not sure when I'm going to preach it, but it's, it's on compulsive behaviors. And you know, there's a lot of different compulsive behaviors. Of course, we're probably, some of us are familiar with compulsive eating disorders, right? There's compulsive spending disorders. Hmm? There's, I got a list of them. And I thought, wouldn't that make an interesting sermon one day? Now to my assistant pastors, you're not allowed to preach on that subject. Not until after I've preached on it. All right. Okay. Well, where do we leave off? Chapter 15, verse six, the next line, go to chapter 22, 22 and verse number four. So chapter 22, verse four, read it with me out loud by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. There's three of them right there. Isn't that amazing? Now one more chapter 24 and verse number five, 24 and verse five, read it out. A wise man is strong Yea, a man of knowledge is uh, increased strength. Uh, I missed that. I muffed that one. Yea, a man of knowledge increaseth strength. I got a bunch of notes and lines and underlines and stuff all through Proverbs. So sometimes it covers up a letter on me by mistake. And I might mispronounce a word just because of my own hand scratchings in there. So I apologize for that. But here's another wonderful verse. 
talking about the seventh pillar. Now we've got uh, two others. Uh, if you go to the right to the book of Ecclesiastes, please. So after Proverbs, then we have Ecclesiastes chapter seven, Ecclesiastes chapter seven. Uh, you say, pastor, why are we in Ecclesiastes? I thought all this was to do with Proverbs. Beloved, you'll find Proverbs is the main mother load, the main ship of uh, wisdom, but you'll find a lot of wisdom in Psalms and you'll find it in Ecclesiastes as well, because Ecclesiastes was written by Solomon, the same one who wrote Proverbs Psalms, most of them written by Solomon's daddy, David, and he had a lot of wisdom. So that's why we'll find wisdom spread around, but most of it you will find right there in Proverbs. Now, Ecclesiastes chapter number seven and verse 19, seven and 19, read it with me. Wisdom strengtheneth the wise more than 10 mighty men, which are in the city. So there's strength again. And you've got another line for Ecclesiastes chapter nine, Ecclesiastes chapter nine, two verses 16 and 18. Chapter nine, verse 16, read out loud. Then said I, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. And verse 18, wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroyeth much good. Boy, that's, that's still true today. Sometimes it just takes one bad apple. This was an old saying. They used to put apples in barrels, you know. And sometimes a bad apple would go in there and it would infect the other apples. So when they opened the barrel, lo and behold, the whole thing is a stinking mess. It all started with one bad apple. And so that is still true today. And then finally, if you go to the New Testament, the book of Ephesians, Ephesians, you'll find something here. A nice little nugget. Ephesians chapter six. And verse number 10, I don't know if you ever thought of this and connected it with the seventh pillar. Well, maybe you didn't because you're just learning about the seventh pillar now, but Ephesians 6:10, read it out loud. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Doesn't that just say it all? This seventh pillar, I am so excited about it because it means we don't have to be weaklings in the world. We can be strong. Now, I don't mean strong so that we're bullies and we hit people and hit them over the head with a Bible verse and slap them across the, the, the face with the book of Psalms or something. I'm not talking nonsense like that, but strength to do what's right. Strength. Listen, there's two things that I pray for. When I pray for power, there's two things I pray for to God. I pray that God would give me power with men and power with himself. Power with men and power with thee. And if I had to choose and I could only have one, I'd pick power with thee. You see, this is where we're able to move mountains. This is where we're able to do the miracles. The power, the power. There ought to be power in your Christian life. If you're walking the right direction and the wisdom of God is upon you, there ought to be power. When other men's hearts are failing them with fear, you ought to have an inner strength in you. 
And you ought to have an inner strength to do the right thing. That's what you really need strength for is to do what's right. And it's not always easy. The old devil, he, he knows our weakness. He takes advantage of our weaknesses. And he says, you can't do that. You're too puny. You're too weak. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's too big for you. Beloved, that's where your faith ought to come in. And faith is very much a part of this. And when you get all those seven, seven pillars going for you, you should find an increase in your faith. You really should. Now let's take a look at page number four, back to the circles, the seven circles. So I want you to draw a line from number seven, directly up to the house of wisdom and understanding. Draw a line there right now. I want you to draw a line from number seven, right through to number one. Draw a line directly across. I'd like you to draw a line from number seven, right down to number two. Draw a line between seven and two. And I want you to draw a line between seven and six. Now I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. That in a family, you have this family resemblance, physical and how they speak and how they behave. There's resemblance within the family. That's what you've got with the seven pillars. You've got connections with them. We've shown you this repeatedly with all of the previous six pillars. But you have quite an amazing web of connections between your pillars. Every one of them goes back up to wisdom and understanding. And almost, almost all of them seem to connect with each other. There's a few that don't connect with as many. I think number four here only has three connections. Number two has, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six connections. Six connections. Boy, that's pretty good. Uh, one, two, three, four. Number seven has four connections. All right, let's put in some Bible verses, shall we? On the line that goes from number seven, right up to the house, right up to wisdom and understanding, right on there, chapter eight, verse 14. Chapter eight, verse 14. It says, counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. That's what wisdom is saying. There is the direct connection. That's how you know that this pillar has been personally hewn out by wisdom herself. Okay. Now your line between, uh, let's say, uh, number seven and number one, number seven and number one. I want you to write on there. Uh, Psalm 112, Psalm 112. Look, I'm reading it for you. Psalm 112 verses one and three. Psalm 112, verse one, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. There's the fear of the Lord that delighteth greatly in his commandments. Verse three, wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. And there's the, the strength, the wealth, the riches. Um, draw a line. Well, you've already drawn the line between seven and two. And on that line, write uh, Proverbs 24, and verse four, Proverbs 24 and verse four. Here's the connection. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. So there is the knowledge and the riches, which is another form of strength. And then you have the line drawn between number 
six and seven. And I want you to put in two passages. I want you to put in Psalm 112 verse five. And I want you to write in Proverbs 1914. I'm going to read them both for you. Psalm 112 verse five, a good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Discretion is another word for prudence. And so he'll guide his affairs with discretion. And if you look at Proverbs or you don't, I'll read it for you. Proverbs 19 and verse 14 house and riches are the inheritance of fathers and a prudent wife is from the Lord. So you have them connected there as well. And so you now have an amazing piece of artwork you can frame and put on your wall in an overview that tells you what wisdom is. Now, I also mentioned to you, I think I did that. There's a whole lot more to wisdom than just these first five pages. You don't know it all because you've got these things. You don't know it all. I'll be honest with you. I don't know it all either, but I do know a little more. And that's why I've sent out to you two more pages, pages number six and page number seven. Let's take a look at page number six, because what we're going to look at now is we're going to look at this business of the house. We could have done this before, but I thought it's better to do the pillars first and then we'll get to the house. We're going to look at the house. Now we've looked at the pillars. We're going to look at the house. Wisdom hath built her house. Well, let's take a look at it. Shall we? Now I propose to you something that in the, uh, well, tell you what, let's fill in the blank instead. All right. Top of page six. You never really get to know someone until you actually something with them until you actually what with them. Anyone know live. You never really get to know someone until you start living with them. That's when you find out they squeeze the toothpaste in the middle of the tube. That's when you find out that they don't put their dirty dishes in the sink or wash them or something. That's when you find out all these things about them. You never get to know someone until you really live with them. And it's the same with wisdom. So that's why I want to invite you into the home of wisdom. Now on the next line down chapters one to eight chapters one to eight consist of the house that wisdom built. Now, do you remember I was asking you to do homework and your homework was to read chapters one to eight and then read it again, one to eight and then read it again, one to eight. Why pastor? Why'd you have us do that homework? It's because you're ready now to take a look at the house of wisdom. You see, we have the house of wisdom and we have the pillars of wisdom. We've just looked at the seven pillars of wisdom. Now we can look at the house of wisdom and I invite you to sort of mentally, emotionally, spiritually move in to the house of wisdom. Take up residence in wisdom's house. So I want to go through this paper. And uh, if I hurry, I can get through both pages. We are not going to be stopping to look up all the verses. That's going to be your homework. 
But I'm going to go through with you the first eight chapters of wisdom. And I'm going to show you the house that wisdom built. All right. Next line down. The house that wisdom built deals with basic truths. Truths. These are basic truths that a young believer needs to know. This is not all there is to know. Oh, heavens no. In fact, when you start in chapter 10, that's when you start getting into these short little proverbs. Did I ever tell you what the word proverb means? I think I did. Did I? Well, I'll tell you later. All right. So these are just basic truths. The next line down, the seven pillars are also seen throughout these eight chapters. The seven pillars. Okay. Chapter one, I'm going to give you a synopsis. That means a very short little explanation of each chapter. It's going to be one sentence long. I've gone through it dozens and dozens and dozens of times. And I've made a synopsis. I've encapsulated the whole chapter into just one line. So chapter one synopsis greedy persons and prosperous fools will be destroyed. That's the emphasis, the thrust, the main message. It's not all there is, but it's the main emphasis, the thrust of chapter one. And you'll see six of the seven pillars here. Now I'm going to just very fast give you the references. Pillar number one, fear of the Lord. You should have these memorized. Chapter one, verse seven and verse 29. Pillar number two, the knowledge of God. Chapter one, I'll tell you a little secret here. Chapter one, everything is chapter one. The next one down chapter two, it's all chapter two. Okay. So the knowledge of God, chapter one, verses four, seven, 22, 29. The pillar of reproof, chapter one, verses 12, 25, and 30. Pillar number four, counsel, chapter one, verse 25 and 30. Pillar number five, instruction. Chapter one, verse two and eight. And pillar number six, prudence. Chapter one, verse four. We have to move on. Chapter two, the whole chapter. What's it about? The synopsis. Wisdom delivers from evil men. Wisdom will deliver you from evil men and strange. And I put in the brackets there, whorish. That's spelt W-H-O-R-I-S-H. Whorish women, evil men, whorish women, and leads in good paths, good paths. Now that's something we'll be exploring with wisdom. On the other side of her house are these paths, and we're going to be exploring those later on on Wednesday nights. Now you've got three pillars mentioned in chapter two, pillar number two, knowledge, the knowledge of God. So it's chapter two, verses three, five, six and 10 pillar five instruction verse one pillar six prudence verse 11 chapter three. What's it about the synopsis wisdom gives long life, favor, discretion, blessings, blessings, riches and peace. 
Pillar two, knowledge of God, verse 20. Pillar three, reproof, verses 11 to 12. Pillar five, instruction, verse one. Pillar six, prudence, verse 21. Pillar seven, strength, verse 16. Now remember, folks, what we're doing is we are looking at basic truths that a younger believer needs. You say, well, what if you're an older believer? Well, you need that too, but hopefully you would have learned it when you're a younger believer. If you haven't learned it when you're a younger believer, then at least learn it now. Better late than never, right? And so we're into chapter four. Synopsis. Wisdom leads in bright pathways. Bright pathways. And gives sure, steady steps in life. Pillar five, or sorry, pillar four, counsel. All of chapter four is counsel. When you stand back and look at chapter four, it's, it's not just one verse. It's the whole thing is counsel. Remember, counsel is going in a general direction. And then pillar five, instruction. And you'll see it in verse one, four, and 13. Page seven. Chapter five, synopsis. Wisdom will keep a man from whorish women. Just a minute while I get a drink here. Yes, I see your hand. Pastor, wisdom already dealt with whorish women. What are we dealing with whorish women again for? Well, I guess wisdom knows we need to deal with it more than once. One of the big problems in our society today is all of the illicit sex. It's an unbelievable problem. So wisdom is smart. She deals with it a second time. And so wisdom will keep a man from whorish women, keeping him safe and happy with his wife. Okay. Knowledge. Verse two. Reproof. Verse 12, instruction, verse 12 and 23, prudence, verse 2, chapter 6, wisdom protects a man from bad business deals of evil men and from whorish women. (laughs) Three times wisdom is dealing with this reproof, verse 23. Instruction, verses 20 and 23. Chapter 7. Wisdom will keep a man from... Do you have any idea what goes in the blank? What do you think? Starts with a W. Whorish women. Ay, 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 ay. Seven times. Ho, ho, the whole chapter. Yeah. And there's one pillar there. Instruction, verses 1 and 2. And I guess wisdom figures that uh, we've learned enough about that. So in chapter eight, wisdom allows a man to obtain things without money and brings him riches. This is what chapter eight is about. Remember, these are all basic things that wisdom feels a young believer needs to know. All right. You've got, look at all those pillars there. Six of them. Number three isn't, but all the rest are. Fear the Lord. Verse 13. Knowledge. 
verse 9, 10, and 12. Counsel, verse 14. Instruction, verse 10 and 33. Prudence, verse 12. Strength, verse 14 and 21. And here's the summary of the whole matter. Chapter 9, verse 1. Wisdom hath, what goes in the blank? Builded her house. Now take your pen and add to that. You see, you got a lot of space beside that line. Wisdom hath builded her house. She hath what? Hewn out her, how many pillars? Seven pillars. There's the summation of it. That's why chapter nine, verse one is in the past tense because all that stuff has been done in chapters one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And now chapter nine, Verse one tells us, okay, work's done. Wisdom has built her house. She's hewn out her seven pillars. Now there's a lot of exciting truth in chapter nine. And we're going to be talking about that later. Your homework is on the bottom of this page. Read each chapter, one chapter a day, looking for the synopsis. Look for the synopsis I've given you in the chapter and Look up the verses on the pillars. That's your homework. Beloved, if you will do this, you will find an increase in faith and in joy for the book of Proverbs. Yea, the whole word of God wisdom. You'll almost feel her invisible hand. Take yours and start leading you. Oh, how we need wisdom. And if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. It's up to you if you want it or not. You can have it. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you have provided wisdom for us. Now it's up to us to sort of reach out and take hold of her hand and listen to what she has to say and start making changes in our lives and to instead of being afraid of the world, to be, af- to be afraid of God, the fear of the Lord. And instead of cramming our heads with the knowledge of the world, to cram our heads with the knowledge of God. And so on and so forth for all seven pillars. Father, I know that there are some Christians that are just not interested in your fear. They're not interested in your reproof. They're not even really interested much in what you have to say in the way of counsel but they like the power. They want the power and riches. Father, help us to realize that that's only one of the seven pillars. And we need the other six in order to get this one. It's a package deal and help us to be wise, wise as serpents, harmless as doves, but wise as serpents in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for watching the message today. We invite you to join us again every Sunday and Wednesday for more inspiring messages from God's Word.